0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to season two. This is Shauna. And this is Rosalina. And we're your hosts
1: for Too Young for This Shit podcast. This podcast is not just about boobs, but a journey with cancer. We are young millennials open about giving you a raw and unfiltered look into our lives. We are in no way medical professionals, nor are we offering medical advice. Any medical references are cited directly from public websites or from our personal diagnosis. Some topics and stories may be triggering to those who are fighting, have fought, or have loved someone with cancer.
0: Hi, everyone. This is Rosalina. And this is Shauna. Welcome back to the Too Young for the Shit
1: podcast. In this episode, we want to provide an introduction to breast cancer reconstruction and lay out the possible options that you have available. Everyone's body is different, and we have different circumstances. So please always consult with your plastic surgeon as they will cater to your reconstruction plan that is
0: unique to yours. And we also just want to mention that when you have breast cancer, your reconstruction is covered for your entire life that goes for um, exchange surgeries, that goes for fat grafting, that goes for everything. I mean, as far as whatever reconstruction plan you choose, um, revision surgeries, it is covered for your entire life.
1: So in this episode, there is just tons of information um, about breast reconstruction, but we're going to cover as much as, as we can. We know that there are women out there who can do immediate reconstruction that don't need radiation. Um, but in this case, we're going to kind of talk about when women need, when women have a delay in reconstruction. So when you get your mastectomy They place a temporary tissue expander, which could be placed over the muscle or under the muscle. And this is something that you should speak to your plastic surgeon about because if you favor one or the other, you should speak up. But essentially, over the muscle just means that the breast implant is placed underneath part of the chest muscle. And then, sorry. Over the muscle means that the breast implant is placed directly under the skin on top of the chest muscle. And under the muscle means that the breast implant is placed underneath part or all the chest muscle. So this is technically the first stage of reconstruction. And if you need to have radiation, um, the protocol, at least for now, is that we would need to delay our expander. um, implant or tissue exchange for at least six months after completion of post mastectomy to reduce the expander implant failure or just anything in general just, or it could just be that your skin needs to stretch. Um, and we need to, and then the plastic surgeon needs to delay that overall. But when you have a tissue expander, um, you need to visit the plastic surgeon every week to fill your expanders with saline, which is salt water until you reach your desired size before you start radiation.
0: And I think it's important to note that with tissue expanders, these can be placed at the time of your mastectomy or um, another surgery after your mastectomy. That's kind of all based on your plastic surgeon's preference. Some people do it The same surgery, some do it at later surgeries. Uh, It really is all based on your doctor's preference. We're going to talk about next the breast reconstruction versus breast augmentation. So what is the difference between the two? Breast reconstruction uses implants or tissue from your body to create a fuller breast. But reconstructed breasts may not have the same look or feel as your original breasts. It's also important to know that most women lose sensation in their breast area after a mastectomy. Um, some people get it back. Some people have no sensation for life. I think it's all based on how your body heals. A breast augmentation does not remove your breast tissue. It, it just adds an implant under the muscle or over the muscle, but most commonly under the muscle to make the remaining breast fuller or firmer. Implant augmentation can be done through a number of different incisions under the breast, around the areola, or under the arm. Now we're going to talk about some types of reconstruction. There is three different options. We have the autogalus, which is a flap, in implant or the option to go flat. There's two different types of breast implants, either silicone or saline implants. They both use an outer shell made of silicone though. The implant replaces the breast tissue that is removed during the mastectomy, restoring the shape and volume of the breast. So breast implants vary in size, shape, and projection, or profile, um, which is how much of the implant projects forward from the chest wall, filling type, and surface texture, smooth versus textured implants. There are three different major manufacturers, Allergen, Sientra, and Mentor, which is a Johnson & Johnson brand.
1: Moving towards the autogulus, essentially grabbing tissue from another part of your body to form a new breast. The tissue usually comes from your belly, the back, the buttocks, inner thighs to create a reconstructed breast. So there are many different tissue flaps And I'm just going to name a few. There's a tissue flap called deep flap, which takes fat, skin, and blood vessels that are cut from the wall of the lower belly and move to your chest to rebuild your breast. There is another flap called pap or tug, which takes tissue from your thighs. Lat flap takes tissue from your back. And there's another popular one called S-gap flap, which is a hip flap surgery and it's a fat skin and blood vessels that are cut from your upper buttocks, hips and moved to your chest to rebuild your breasts. I do want to mention from what I spoke to my plastic surgeon that not all flaps are created equal. They are categorized by what's the most popular and also the better form of tissue flap versus how difficult and complicated those tissue flaps could be. So definitely speak to your plastic surgeon about those. And also not all plastic surgeons are capable to do a flap surgery. So you definitely, definitely want to ask them how many of the flap surgeries they have done in their lifetime, because that's super important. And you want to make sure that they know exactly what they're doing.
0: Yes, absolutely. Let's talk about going flat. While most women choose to have some type of breast reconstruction after a mastectomy, a number of women decide to have no reconstruction. There are a number of reasons why women might choose to have a mastectomy without reconstruction. Some of the most common reasons are not wanting additional surgeries after a mastectomy, not wanting a foreign object such as breast implant. In your body, lower risk of surgery complications, lower risk of other health problems. According to BreastCancer.org, 75% of women who chose to forgo reconstruction were satisfied with the results. You may also want to talk to a plastic surgeon who has experienced doing aesthetic flat closure. This is the medical term for surgery that removes extra skin, fat, and other tissue in the breast area after mastectomy. The remaining tissue is then tightened and smoothed out so the chest wall looks flat
1: the advantages and disadvantages of implant reconstruction and flap tissue reconstruction. So let's focus on implant reconstruction. So it manages, you have shorter, less complex surgery. You have shorter hospital stay and a quicker recovery time. The plastic surgeons can use the mastectomy incisions for the procedure and they don't have to create New scars, so there are no additional scars (laughs) when you do the implant reconstruction, and it may be easier to find qualified surgeons. With a tissue flap reconstruction, um, it's easier to match the size and shape of a natural breast compared to implants. Um, You don't need to replace you know your your tissue just like implants every 10 years once you do a tissue flap surgery um that's for a lifetime and so you don't you won't need to do multiple surgeries in the future um unlike implant reconstruction um you with the flap reconstruction You won't have future problems such as rupture or capsular contracture or displacement um, from what the implant reconstruction can cause. Um, But overall, with the flap tissue reconstruction, you're going to have a more complex surgery. Um, You will probably have a longer hospital stay and recovery Period is much longer than the implant reconstruction.
0: So next, we're going to talk about how the FDA regulates breast implants. So back in October 2021, the FDA took several new actions to strengthen breast implant risk communication and help those who are considering breast implants make informed decisions. So, first, the FDA issued orders restricting the sale and distribution of breast implants to help ensure that patients considering breast implants are provided with adequate risk information so that they can make fully informed decisions. And secondly, the FDA approved new labeling for all legally marketed breast implants, and that includes patient decision checklists, which must be reviewed with the prospective patient by the healthcare provider to ensure that the patient fully understands the risks, benefits, and other information about the breast implant device. The patient must be given the opportunity to initial and sign the patient decision checklist, and it must be signed by the physician implanting the device. It has updated silicone gel-filled breast implant rupture screening recommendations. It has the device description with a list of specific materials in the device, and then a patient device card. Breast implants also now contain warning labels, so breast implants are not lifetime devices. Some patients receiving breast implants have reported a variety of symptoms such as joint pain, muscle aches, confusion, chronic fatigue, autoimmune disease, and others. Individual patient risk for developing these symptoms has not been well established. Some patients report complete resolution of symptoms when the implants are removed without replacement.
1: The other thing that I wanted to mention is if you chose the route to get implant reconstruction. The FDA recommends that you receive an MRI or the other option is ultrasound screenings for possible rupture three years after receiving your implant and every two years after that for the rest of your life. So as Shauna mentioned, breast implants are not lifetime devices. So the recommendation is to replace your implants um, every 10 years. So make sure that you're on top of that. And in the show notes, we are going to include questions to ask your plastic surgeon. We will also include any information about reconstruction that you can read on your own. And then also we'll link Facebook groups more specifically on reconstruction, tissue, flap, such as deep, pop, tug, et cetera. Those Facebook support groups have been super helpful, especially when you have any questions regarding a specific type of reconstruction. There are so many women out there that are willing to help you and to help answer your question, but we essentially just wanted to provide a short overview of the different types of reconstructions, the advantages and the disadvantages, and to get you prepared and knowledgeable when you visit your plastic surgeon and to talk about all the options that you have available. Thank you all for listening and supporting our podcast. Sharing our stories with you has been incredibly healing for both of us and we hope it helps other women in their journeys through breast cancer.
0: Ladies, if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and fellow breasties. Help us reach more women by subscribing and rating us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and now on YouTube. You can follow us on Instagram at tyfts podcast and email us at podcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys, so shoot us a message. We will link any resources from the episode in our show notes.